Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? Bad, presumably. And how are your heads? Guys, what's going on? How are you doing? How was your week? Oh, it got bloody cold. The temperature really dropped. It did. It's the winter. Good luck. Anyway, how's it going, guys? I'm doing all right. We've had a good week. We celebrated the second birthday of the Sunday Roast. I did the sort of sentimental stuff in the last podcast and on Instagram, at Megan Mark. We don't need to revisit it. Onwards and hopefully upwards. And inwards. Um, What's going on, guys? How are you doing? I am doing all right. We've got the big bloody giveaway. So just an immediate thank you to Natterjack Whiskey, which is actually very interesting, by the way. Natterjack Whiskey, Irish company, uh, all the rest. Natterjack comes from the toad, the Natterjack toad, which is apparently the only toad that walks rather than hops. Uh, Look it up on YouTube. It's the most perverted thing I've ever seen in my life, the way he sort of walks. It's uh, ridiculous. But look, Natterjack Whiskey have given me a year's supply of whiskey to give away to one of you, which is going to be announced at some point throughout the show. I'm not just going to announce it now so the greedy little vulturous perverts can listen and then log off once they've lost. It will be announced at some stage during the show. Furthermore, a pizza truck in Dublin have uh, provided me with the year's supply of pizza to go along with the whiskey, which is mental. Uh, One pizza a week, by the way. Let's, like, you're not getting one a day. That's mental. One pizza a week. And they also messaged me, I think, after having a few points the other night, being like, bro, can you please mention Dylan's name when you're recording the podcast? So Dylan from Pizza Truck, you're a pervert, but you've gotten what you wanted. I have to do this because you're giving me a year's supply of free pizza. Nevertheless, we also have Hot Chip Cookie. Uh, Hot Chip, if you're not familiar, they are the cookie. He's the biscuit baron of Ireland. Um, They're the best cookies I've ever had. Not a massive cookie guy. Like, I haven't had a huge amount of cookies. They're better than other cookies that I've had, which is not a huge amount. So, you know, the bar is low, but they are the best. And they have also contributed. They're going to look after you with, like, this massive, effective, like, cookie party type thing. Just basically, whoever wins, contact Hot Chip, and they will sort it out. So, yeah, look, that's a really good prize to celebrate the second birthday of the Sunday Roast. Happy birthday to the Sunday Roast. Now, done with the bloody... Oh, sorry. Oh, I forgot. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. We are now doing shows every week as well on the Patreon. So please subscribe. What else? I need driving lessons. So please subscribe to the Patreon. Help me. You know, it's actually ridiculous. You have to buy like 10 lessons now for like a grant. That's mental. I just wanted to do the fucking theory test for the sake of a bit of hashtag content. And now I have to actually follow through with the whole driving thing, which is a pain in the arse. Anyway, Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan, uh, please consider subscribing and Instagram at Megan Mark. Oh, I'm actually bored of all the bloody promo, but there you go. Now, so guys, I just want to talk about something really quickly before we get into it today. I got asked this morning by somebody, would I be interested in going to have a look around one of these markets? I know I've talked about food markets before. But as we're coming into the sort of winter season and the Christmas season, and by the way, we're not even going towards the complaint. Oh, it's too early. The only thing that's more annoying than Christmas songs getting played in shops in November are people complaining about Christmas shop songs getting played in shops in November. Anyway, I got asked to go to one of these sort of markets today. And has anybody else noticed the trend in sort of homemade soaps these days? There's a lot of people be making homemade soaps and I'm sort of not a fan because I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself here but like 
I thought the idea of soap was to like clean yourself, right? You know, that's sort of generally what I want from a bar of soap is to like wash whatever part of my body I'm using it on. I mean, there seems to be this emergence now of like soap that's free of everything, you know? It costs you about 17 euro, but it's free of, oh, we've no chemicals, we've no anything in it, you know, we've... We've no, no, it's just, just really handmade. I actually make them in my back garden and do you, yeah? Nice. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be rubbing that on my body. The people that sell these soaps in the markets, they never exactly look like they use soap themselves. I'm actually okay with having chemicals in my soap. Like I'm not talking, I'm not talking about liquid mercury, but a bit of something that's going to cleanse the nooks and crannies. Do you know what I mean? Oh, but we've got this really nice smell. We've we've used a sort of burgundy and uh, beetroot. I don't want to smell like potpourri after a shower. I don't want to come out of the fucking bathroom smelling like the Georgia Street Arcade or Temple Bar. Do you know what I mean? Why would I buy soap from somebody in a red velvet dress in Doc Martens? Did you literally cut the fabric off a seat in Slorgan Cinema, by the way, and fashion it into uh, clothing? Like, I'm not a fan of this. What's wrong? Whatever happened to just buying soap from like Boots? Do you know what I mean? A simple bar of Dove. It never hurt anybody. I don't. I don't know what chemicals are in it, but it's fine. I smell and feel clean afterwards. Well, I just really believe in organic. You believe in witchcraft. You believe in witchcraft, not hygiene. Do you know? What I- you look like someone who's watched way too many episodes of Skins. Why is it that you're now selling soap? Not a fan. And then this uh, sort of greeny brown one we have here. Yeah, there's a real earthy sort of smell from this, which is great. Sorry, sorry. Why would I want to smell like the earth after showering or washing myself? This is absolutely mental. I don't want to smell like I've just shagged the bull McCabe in the briars and the brambles. Do you know what I mean? I want to smell clean. You're saying bad things, but acting like they're good things. And we've got absolutely nothing in them. All of the stuff now, I just I just got myself, you know what I mean? So it's all just natural, earthy stuff. Oh, good. So I could do this myself, couldn't I? Why don't I just use, why don't I just get, scrunch up a bunch of nettles and wash my arse with those? Or get an oven glove that has been dipped in the River Liffey and shower with that? What the hell is going on here? None of this stuff is going to make me clean. I'm spending way too much money on it. This is absolutely mental. not here for me to stand on my soapbox if you'll allow the pun and talk about soap. No. No, no. Today, we're here to talk about the weekend's trip to London. I know years and years ago I did a video called Susie's Trip to London, but time has passed since then. And I am now at the age, right, and I'm sure some of you listening will relate, I'm now at the age where basically people want to go on these like wholesome long weekends away sort of city breaks, you know, they want to enjoy themselves. They want to have a wholesome getaway. They want to taste the foreign food. They want to go to cultural spots. They want to do lots of those things. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, they're not old enough to actually execute. So they're sort of still immature enough that just results in them going on a session. 
you know? Like a lot of people I've noticed these days, a lot of girls in particular, they're going to London for the weekend, but they invariably end up going on a four-day bender. But then on like the final day of the trip, they have to like get the Uber to pull over into the Serpentine Gallery or something to get a few pictures, just so they don't look like a complete degenerate. Do you know what I mean? Three hours in the V&A before your flight home isn't going to change the fact that you spent the weekend texting everybody you know in London going, any numbers, and chatting up people who wouldn't get on to a little version of Maiden Chelsea. It's a very tough place to be in at my age. You want to look wholesome. You want to look cultured. But your, I suppose, habitual way of socialising is still part... I don't know what that sentence is. You know what I mean, though. I and I was asked, would I like to go on a weekend away with the girls to London in the next couple of weeks? I just couldn't do it. It's so much work. It is so much work. You know, if you, if you think about it, even from the moment you take off in Dublin Airport, the work starts, you know? You've got to get that picture. You've got to get that video out of the plane window. You're literally leaning over people, you know, the elbow in someone's snot. And you've got the video of the clouds. And if you do, there's this, you play this really rare tune in the background. It's called uh, Petit Biscuit by Sunset Lover. It's just part of the whole thing, you know? You've got to do that. You've got to land then in London, you know? You've got to land in London, go to the five-star hotel, get a picture in front of it you know, and then caption it landing and then obviously jump on the tube out to East Flinchy, East, East Flinch, oh my God, East Finchley rather, where six of you are staying in your mate who you're not really friends with in her flat chair. I always find that interesting whenever girls go on a weekend trip to London, they're always staying in the flat of a girl who they're not really, she's gone over to the UK to do teaching or to become a vet or something because it's only like seven points over there. But you know, they're all of a sudden they're friends with her for the weekend because they can all stay in her flat. That's interesting, isn't it? We had the girls weekend to London. It's just not for me. It's just a lot of work. Oh, we're going to go vintage shopping. Are you? Also, vintage clothes shops are dog shit. They're absolute dog shit. What, what do they have that you couldn't just get in a normal shop, albeit clean? Do you know what I mean? And new. Oh, there's a few overpriced Adidas zippies. Some sort of Native American jackets, which you should probably get cancelled for wearing these days due to cultural appropriation. And then fucking incense. Nobody actually likes going to vintage shops. I saw, I totally believe that. If any of you listening have actually been to a, a vintage shop in the last two years and bought something more than you wore and wore more am I actually having a stroke today and wore more than one time please let me know because I just don't believe it I genuinely do not believe it but it's a lot of work going to London on the gals trip the gals trip to London have you ever noticed the clothes that they're wearing these days it is mental now. It is mental. I like, I mean, there's probably going to be some similarities here with the Susie's trip to London video, but I just don't get the outfits. It's like they do they literally have a section of their wardrobe of things that they'd never wear in Dublin that they would then wear in London. I mean, these days I'm seeing these knee high leather boots, knee high leather boots. You wouldn't give them to a jockey. If it was two minutes before the Kentucky Derby and he only had a pair of sandals, you would not give them to a jockey. Why are girls going to London dressed like it's the opening of the Titanic? Or they're going to the Grand National? These massive fur coats. Could you imagine the sweat that they're leaving on the, on the, on the seats in the Ryanair flight? Getting on the plane with the Prosecco, the massive, the, they look like that old lady in the Titanic, you know. The absolute state of some of the stuff that people are wearing to London. They never wear it on the way back though. They never, no, on the way back, it's like they reverted back to their 16-year-old selves and they're wearing their juicy couture tracksuits or like the Canterbury's with the highlighter stain on the, on the three C's. Do you know what I mean?
I do feel bad though for the girl whose flat they're staying in because like she's the belle of the ball for the weekend. She's the flavour of the month, you know what I mean? She's the hot topic because they've got a bed to crash in for the weekend. And you know, I suppose to be fair, she's getting her money's worth. She's getting an Instagram. She's getting an Instagram out of it. Oh, London has her now. Tinder has her now. Tinder has her now. She's got the Tinder bio with the Irish flag. How's she going, lads? She's not. Evidently, she's not going. You know? I feel bad for that girl because it's such a flurry. All the all the girls come over, they stay with her for the weekend and there's the dancing and the singing and then they go back to Dublin. The army of floor length puffer jackets. Have you seen these jackets that girls are wearing these days? What's the crack with those? They resemble sidelined rugby substitutions. You know the ones, they go down right to the floor and they're, you're not on an expedition in Antarctica trying to ascertain at what temperature your heart freezes over. You're in an all-bar one off Covent Garden deliberating which group of lads you should get chatting to. You've got the estate agents from Swansea or the recruiters from Bristol. I mean, good God. And on that, by the way, is there anything more grating on the human spirit than when somebody puts up like an Insta story of them in a smoking area with the group of lads who are down on a stag from Swansea and like he does the Irish accent into the story? What? What's that all about? Oh, we were just out doing a bit of shopping, then we decided to have a Bloody Mary, like it's so random. That's not random. That's not random. Random is going to like your friend's granny's funeral, and then when you pass by his uncle on the way to the toilet, just delicately whispering in his ear, that's what you get, and then denying it for the rest of the day. That's random, okay? Meeting a bunch of boozed up gobshites in a bar and doing shots is about as random as rainfall or Tuesday. There's nothing strange about it. Do you know what I mean? There's literally nothing strange about it whatsoever at all. Sorry, another thing that seems to happen a lot on these gals trips to London, which I don't understand at all. Have you ever noticed this? Is the picture of them in the, in the corner shop at 2am with the guy from the corner shop with their arms around him. What the hell is that about? You don't see them walking into their local Centra on a Monday or a spa, depending on who may want to work with me down the line. You don't see them going into the local Centra or a spa on a Monday, putting their arm around the guy behind the counter and asking him to introduce himself to the camera. It's absolute madness. What the hell is going on there? Like, and, and it's weird because the thing is, he knows they're taking the piss out of him, Right. He does. He knows they're taking the piss out of him, but at the same time, his horniness is overpowering his dignity. So, like, the opportunity to put his hand on one of their lower backs is outweighing the fact that he knows they're somewhat taking the piss. The the, the biggest obstacle between man and common sense is the phallus, like. It's absolutely outrageous, though, them going around taking pictures with, with like, guys that work in corner shops. What, corner shops, what's going on here? You took less pictures... When you paid nine grand in transition year to build houses in Haiti. I actually know a girl, by the way, who did a fundraiser. One of the, you know those bougie fundraisers people do, like horse racing night or like boxing night or something. She went, she did one of these fundraisers to go to Haiti. She literally went to New York for a week. I think, did I t- tell you this before? She went to New York for a week on the way over. 
flew in and out of Haiti on the same day. Literally, left, kept the plane running. Like Justin Timberlake or somebody doing a gig in Dublin, you know? They come in, they run on stage, say ole, drink a pint of Guinness, and they get back in the plane. That was her in Haiti. It was outrageous. She, she arrived, obviously couldn't find Wyclef Jean for a selfie. So she flew back to the US, literally smearing clay on her jeans for the picture. So it looked like she had a hand in laying the foundation of one of the houses. Absolute spoof. But I don't understand it. These pictures with guys who work in corner shops. Why is that a thing? And they don't seem to do it in any other country. It's only London. Very, very bizarre. So it's not for me. The trip to London is just too much bloody work. You know, going up to Notting Hill to take a couple of pictures in front of a stranger's house, let alone the bloody house from Notting Hill for the hinge profile. It's just so much bloody work. Going into a bloody hotel with seven of you buying one cocktail and then getting the Instagram with the strategically placed bag on the table in front of the drink. In what other context would you put a bag with the brand? When would you ever do that in normal life? Way too much work. So no, a weekend to London with the gals is not on the cards for me. But you know what is on the cards? We're going to announce the winner of this bloody competition. Let's go. Okay, so for any of you who are new to this, generally what we do is I'll announce the winner now, okay? And the winner who I announce has 24 hours to claim the prize. If he or she has not claimed the prize within the 24 hours... One of you, just send me a message on Instagram, at Mark. one of you will get it. It's sort of like a stupid egotistical test as to see if the person's an actual legitimate fan and listens to the show, or they're just doing it to get the free shit. So, let me just go on to my phone. The winner of the year supply of whiskey, the year supply of pizza, and the incredible cookie giveaway from Hot Chip Dublin is none other than... Dun, dun, dun... Oscar Burke. You don't see many people called Oscar these days, do you? What was that cartoon they used to have with a piano called Oscar? Does anybody remember that? It was shite. Anyway, Oscar Burke, you have won everything. Year supply of whiskey, year supply of pizza, unbelievable uh, cookie giveaway from Hot Chip Dublin. You've got 24 hours to... Me- you've got 20 more... It's like a neck nomination with less meatheads. Uh, you've got 24 hours to message me, and if not, it will go back into the mix and somebody else will win. Okay, have a great week, guys. Thank you. Bye. Instagram at me and Mark and take care of yourselves. Hope all is okay with you. All the best. Bye-bye.